Hey everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, I'll be giving you a glimpse into the lives of other successful, busy, working professionals who have through it all somehow been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their lives. Today, I'll be chatting with my good friend, Mandy McBride. Mandy is a longtime fitness instructor at Feel Fit Gym here in Grand Island, Nebraska. She's been in the professional insurance world for the duration of her working career and is a mama to two active boys. She has a very busy lifestyle and yet has managed to keep health and fitness a priority in her life. Listen along as I talk with her about how she's been able to stay fit while being so busy. You guys are going to love this one and get a lot of laughs too. We clearly have a ton of fun together. Help me in welcoming Mandy to the show. Hey guys, I'm here with my good friend Mandy McBride. Mandy, how are you? Good. Hello. Good. So I am so excited to have Mandy on the podcast for you guys today. She seriously brings so much light into people's lives. Um, She is, you know, a mom of two. She works full time. She is a fitness instructor at our gym and she is just such a badass. She's had fitness um, be a priority in her life as long as I've known her. I've known her, you know, closely for about six years now. And I just remember... The first time I met her, it was at a friend's birthday party, and I just looked at her. She's just absolutely beautiful, absolutely amazing physique, and she just totally kicks ass in life. So I am so excited to bring her on the podcast today. We're going to answer some amazing questions because we want to hear it all. We want to hear how you do it. My gosh, I just took my shoes off. That's big shoes to fill. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. You're so um, welcome. So I deserving. I love it. I love it. I just love life and I love motivating people and I enjoy I enjoy what I do. Yeah, you can time. definitely tell. You've been a fitness instructor for how long? Almost 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you teach insanity. I do. Um, what? And I know we, so we did our, so we did this funny class called Pound. And we got, we got it certified together. We did. It's, we we had drumsticks and we basically beat the crap out of the floor. It was fun. A good time. And squatted the whole time while doing it. Yes. It was a good time. It was a fun class. It was. It was short-lived. It was short-lived. Yeah. But it was a fun time. I taught it till I was like eight months pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, all right. Can't get up from the floor anymore. So it should probably stop. Yes. It was good times. And I, I think... Since then, I've learned a lot. Um, you know, I think that everything has its phase. Everything has its time. And it was a good time. But I think um, weights and maybe cardio and those sorts of things are important also. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into the questions. So I have some questions for her that will just kind of help us peel back the layers of how she's been able to be, you know, how she's been able to keep health and fitness such a staple in her life while she works full time and while she has two kids, you know, two busy kids that are in activities. So um, you have one kiddo off in college now. I do. He's at Lincoln living his best life. Loving it. That's awesome. And it is during the COVID crisis. I don't know how far in advance you're going to listen to this, but what is the one thing you've accomplished? that you're most proud of outside of family and kids um 
outside of that, what is what is the one thing you're most proud of that you've accomplished? I'd have to say being a fitness instructor. I, you know, I joined the fitness world about 10 years ago. And when I walked in, I was very shy. I was very reserved. What? Um, yeah, I know. Right? No way. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I was quiet. What does the reserved Mandy look like? I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy to think of what life, how life can change. But 10 years ago, I walked into the gym and it was, I was scared to death. I was a deer in headlights when somebody proposed the idea of me going to get certified to teach a class and um, pushing myself outside of the comfort zone and going for it was kind of amazing. I think. And you didn't look, you didn't look back. I didn't. Nope. And since then I've been certified for three different things, Insanity um, Pound, mm-hmm. which I did with you, yep. and then um, now P90X. Yes, so, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It was a good accomplishment, um, probably one of the most fulfilling things of my life. You know, I, I love to teach, I love to motivate, I love to see people happy and see people successful. So Yeah, you were shy and I reserved. I was. I would leave class. After class, I would go into class like a split second before because I was so nervous and I didn't want to talk to anybody. Class would end and I'd run out like a crazy person. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I guess that's a really good, um, that's a really good point that you bring though, because so many people think that they need to wait till they're comfortable to make the move. Myself included. I mean, I can't remember if I did or did not have a shot of tequila before the first time I taught class. It, I may have. I think I may have. I think you may have. <laughs> not but, pregnant at that time though. I was not pregnant then, no. No heavens no. But I think that I think that just goes to show you like you can't wait till you're comfortable. Yeah. Like making yeah. a big change. It's a big deal. You yeah. have to just get uncomfortable yeah. with it. And you what if you to. would not have? What if you never went outside of your comfort zone? Who would the Mandy be today? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that crazy to think of that? Like, I don't know who I would be. I don't know where life would have taken me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, stepping outside that comfort zone, I became confident. Mm -hmm. I became happy. I became outgoing. Yeah. I I just, I think during that time, my whole life kind of transitioned of seeing happiness and seeing like, you know, I can, I can handle this. And I I enjoyed it. It was fun. And nothing totally embarrassing happened i mean what is it that we're afraid of really right you know right i mean you might if your pants rip i don't know (laughs) pee your pants a little little if you've had kids you may pee your pants a little it It happens but wear black it's fun the first time it's been fun it's been awesome Um, okay. So what is one failure or it doesn't even have to be a failure. It could be like more of an aha moment, um, where, you know, and what was that and what did you learn from it or what would you do differently because of it? That's an easy question. My big failure was I loved teaching so much and loved motivating so much that I put everybody in front of myself. Mm. And what was the moment that you realized that? I think it was probably about three years, maybe four years into teaching where mm-hmm. I, um, I just enjoy, I love seeing people succeed. I yeah. love people seeing happy. I love but that takes a lot of energy out of you. It does. It mm-hmm. does. And I kind of came around to see that, um, for me to be the person to motivate others and mm-hmm. to help others, I needed to be a hundred percent myself mm-hmm. and I wasn't there. Yeah. You know, I was, putting myself aside. So 
what I did different is I kind of took a step back and I thought about what maybe would help me. And I, I realized I need a couple of days to myself. You know, I need a couple of days. Of, you can't teach every single day. Yes. Yeah, I was up to about four days, five days a week of teaching, and I just kind of had to take it. And that you're teaching at 5.15 every morning. You're getting there before everybody else. I was, yeah. And you were doing that almost five days a week. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And setting stuff out, making sure the doors are open, maybe no need to be scooped, you know. Whether we had a girls' night or not, you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you for appreciating that. Yes, yes, I was, but... You know, I think you just need to have that time to yourself. You need to, mm-hmm. you need to be a hundred percent yourself to motivate others. And you need so to- I just posted on my story today that a small no today will mean a big yes tomorrow. Absolutely. Do you believe in that? Absolutely. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't say yes to everything. No, I don't. Because then you're saying yes no everything. somewhere else. That's true. Yep. What is one piece of advice you would give to, I feel like we almost literally just talked about this, but what is one piece of advice you would give to other busy working professionals who are also trying to, but not there yet to achieve a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle? You're right on. You know what it is. Number one rule, make time for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that the hard way. Um, you know, life gets crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that for me personally, I put things aside, you know, like first thing for me is I'm going to put my time, my fitness aside. I'm going to put my diet aside to make sure everybody's happy. But in the end, well, and we I'm just talked, you almost turn into a robot, just going through the actions, just going through the yeah. motions and you're yeah. not happy. You're not enjoying it. Yeah. And so if you don't take that time out, yeah, you're not going to realize how, you're literally just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You don't want to look back in 10 years and think, shit. I did that. Yeah. yeah. I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I need to be me. I need to have my time and I need to, I need to do that to be a hundred percent. Do you think that's selfish? I did. Um, there's been a lot of changes in life in the last few months that no. Actually, now I think it's now you realize it's in order for you to give, you have to be filled. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Can we have a high five? High five! High fiving. <laughs> okay, I feel like I almost should like reverse some of these questions because I feel like we get like on our little bird walks here and we almost cover them. But if you could go back to the beginning of your journey, what's one thing you would do differently? Mm. Oh, I know what it was. If I could go back to the beginning of my journey, I would walk into that room and I wouldn't be scared. I wouldn't. You would have nervous. took your shot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I would have been more hands-on. I would have embraced like yeah. all of the um, education or training or anything you know that was on hand and. Instead, what I did is I shied away from all of it because I was embarrassed. You know, like here I am, 30 years old, walking in, and I've never been involved in the fitness world before. So I would have embraced that. I would have, I don't know. So people that know you now would not believe that prior to age 30, you were not involved in the fitness world. Yeah, nothing. I mean, maybe in high school. I ran, I almost ran for state. 
that's for our track. I know that's great. It's yeah, you just have like this athletic physique, this athletic look about you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, I went to work instead. Went to work instead. Had babies. <laughs> I did. I had babies. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's that's at the time what made me happy. And then I come around, and I don't know. Like age thirty was the. It was like the what you call the aha moment. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like I. Got to do something more. different. You know, mm-hmm. I want more from life. I want to be fulfilled. I want to feel confident. And But you I didn't have like a health scare or anything. You just probably had, and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you had this moment of, oh my gosh, I've got to do something. I got to do something. Yeah. You know, it was just, I, I looked in the mirror one day and it, it was shortly after I turned 30 and it was just, uh, what am I doing? You know, like mm-hmm. I'm a mom of two super healthy boys. Mm-hmm. I work full time. Mm-hmm. I'm going with emotions. I'm everything is great, but like I'm not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point in my life, felt like it's time. Yeah. It's time yeah. to. And you're lucky that you figured that out at age 30 because I think there's a lot of, you know, 40, 50 year olds now that mm-hmm. are thinking, wow, Absolutely. you yeah. know, I got to do something. And the older we get, the harder it becomes yeah you know it, it's like to get today is the day to start yeah but what do they say what do they say it is 12 days to get into a routine 21 is it 21 days and then what happens i don't know that's very long so motivation gets you started and consistency keeps you going okay i don't know is that the one you were looking for is... maybe maybe but what i know is that it took me several days of my body hurting, my body killing, oh. and the mental part of it, of just walking yeah. into this place that scared the sh- Can I say shit? Well, you said the F word earlier, so. Oh, okay. Scared the shit out of me, <laughs> you know? And, you know, like, every single day, it took everything out of me. Yeah. But in the end, I embraced it, and it, it has turned out I think amazing. you bring a good point, though. Like, don't stop. Like, okay, so, and you can vouch for this. January is a freaking madhouse in the gym. It is. And it never fails. Like mid-February, early March, mm-hmm. it literally starts to trickle down to the same regulars. Ten years of seeing this. Yes. Yep. Yep, yes. And me too. I've I've been, yeah. And it's just, it's it makes me sad. Yeah. Because I think what happens is, you know, they get that motivation, but they mm-hmm. don't create the tools for themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't learn to put their clothes out the night before and to not overthink. Yeah. The overthinking I think is what, just go have fun. Just be you. Well, and that's it too, is people aren't doing what they enjoy. Yeah. Are you going and running? Cause if, if I had to commit to running every single day, I would quit. If I'm running, I'm running because I'm running from someone and something really bad happened. Right. Or I'm running a half marathon because I told my <laughs> sister that I would. And let's be honest. I'm not running the whole way. But no, but you bring it. That brings a really good point. Like people quit. And, and I do. I have almost like a three-week rule because I, I prep for competitions. And that first three weeks sucks. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you sore. Just gotta stick it out. You gotta stick it You're, out. you know, it's new. It's, mm-hmm. it's just tough. So you just really gotta push it out and, and really try to be present. So you can create the routines and the tools that you need to push through when the motivation's not there anymore. Cause it's not gonna be there. Right. It's not always gonna be there. Right. That's where the discipline and the habits come in. Agreed. Agreed. 
Okay, so what what are some of the biggest resources? Like, do you, I don't even know, like, do you have, I think for you, so the biggest resources that you've had to help you through, I almost feel like for you, it's like your, your circle or your like morning crew, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm just assuming that. I love you for saying that. I was, I was really nervous about maybe like this question coming up. Um, I have no book. I have no tracker. My motivation and my resource is my tribe. Boom. Yeah. How well do I know you? Uh, boom. My but that's like accountability tribe. for you. Yeah. So yes. honestly, that's accountability. Yeah. Having an accountability Absolutely. partner or group. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's a big deal. That's it's kept you deal. going. It is a big deal. What if you didn't show up? Oh my God, if I don't show up and what happens at the whole flipping world ends. Can I say fucking again? You no. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> Um, if I don't show up in the morning, I'll have to learn how to bleep it. (laughs) I don't know how that works yet. (laughs) If I don't show up, I absolutely love my tribe. There's, you know, a few of them. They hold you accountable, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have to, I have to, what, what did I do last night? Like what happened? Let's take them out of the equation. What if they weren't there? Um, would you be the same Mandy? I wouldn't be. And that's a hundred percent honesty. I think, um, you are who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And I think when you choose wisely and you surround yourself with the people that you look up to, or you want to be, that makes a huge difference in life, you know? And this group of women that I do that with, that is exactly what it is. You know, like every single one of them is, um, successful and dedicated and motivated and, and but I think amazing. I but I think on their own and, and yes like career life for the most part everybody is successful but when it comes to consistency with fitness on your own it's very difficult it is so it when is. you come yeah. together and have either an accountability partner or a tribe it mm-hmm. just makes it easier my you're, number you're one. not going to oversleep. You're going to get so much shit for it. Or if you do oversleep, you might get a text at 516 when you should have been there. Where are you at? And yeah, no excuses. Get your ass here. Oh, so and then you, you go. It's late, but you, you go. go. You still go. You show mm-hmm. face. You go in and at the end. You do of your the class, you're tail between like, your leg yeah. walk of shame in there and you just get to it. I own it. I yeah, own you it. do. <laughs> You do. It's happened it. a few times, one or two, once or twice. Really? Yeah. In ten years, once uh, or twice. Yeah, once or twice. But it's fun. I love it. What does the word success mean to you? Happy, healthy, confident. There's so much. Yes, like there's so much. I think it's just. Success to me is a mindset of where you're at in life. And like in the fitness world, you walk into somewhere and you say, I did this, you know, like I'm happy I'm here. And you have this mindset of I'm going to be successful. I'm going to, I'm going to own it and I'm going to finish pride, accomplishment, confidence. Yeah. I never once heard you say money, materials, no, physique, no. No, never once physique, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody wants to be fit, but I think, but what happens when you get there? Is that going to take away all your problems? You know what I mean? It doesn't. 
It doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I think, um, I don't know for all the ladies listening, but for me, like confidence is a big deal. You know, like you can be as fit as you want, but you put somebody who is fit in front of me or somebody who's confident and healthy, there's a world of difference. Um, I'm a bikini competitor and there is always somebody that's going to be more fit than me. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I compare myself to them, that's going to shut my happiness down. Yeah. Absolutely. If that's what I get my happiness from. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. you have to choose joy. You have to choose to get your happiness from your, your own drive, your own pride, your own confidence. Yeah. 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 And enjoy what you're doing. I mean, the, the thing is, is like success to me. I think I'm kind of a easy shooter of going in and having fun mm-hmm. and I love what I do. And I, I love your have fun attitude. Cool. Yeah. And it's just, because what is being fun. upset going to do? Right. What is being or, in a crappy mood going to like do? like competitive. Let, let's talk about competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Competitive. You can have a fun competitiveness mm-hmm. or you can have a crazy, like, I might punch you in the throat competitiveness. <laughs> But we're bringing out the throat punches. Yeah, we're bringing out the throat punches. But you know, like, have fun. Yeah, have fun with who you are and go in and have that friend. You know, I have Mm -hmm. that friend that stands beside my right side, pretty much of my last ten years. But they're going to push you to be your best. They're not going to. They're not going to try to be better than you because you have your own unique goals yeah. and personality, et cetera. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same with me and competing. I'm not trying to beat the girl next to me. I'm trying to beat me. Yeah. You just, you be you mm-hmm. and it's fun. And it like at the end of the day, that's success. Absolutely. When you can be that person. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm super curious about this one. I kind of have an idea, but tell me about your daily routine. <laughs> What does a day in the life of Mandy look like? Okay, you ready? What are your non-negotiables as well? Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. 4.07, wake up time. What? I can do it a few days or for a period of time, <laughs> but 10 years? Yeah. Mm. 4.07, wake up time. Uh, Why 07? Why 4.07? Because I don't know. It's just... What if it's 4.08? That's Are you just late? way too late. Way too late. Way too late. 4.07 wake up time. So then I head to the gym usually about 4.30, maybe 4.45 if I decided just kind of – sometimes you just need a morning where you just kind of hang out a little bit. Oh, totally. Um, I go to the gym. I love to kind of connect with my friends. You know, I'm kind of a smart ass in the way of standing around and maybe scaring somebody or yelling at somebody <laughs> or saying like, what's up, good morning, you know. You're like, having fun. I'm having fun, and I feel like that makes people so comfortable, though. I hope people so. that are like, because you roll on a bed. Oh shit! It's so early. I don't want to be here because I know there for me when I first started going to the classes in the morning, mm-hmm. I would complain about how freaking cold it was, how I didn't want to be here, and you'd be like, "Oh, you're fine. Suck it up." And I'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready Suck to it know. up." <laughs> But it's just, it's a fun time. It's a fun time to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And so I give myself about 10, 15 minutes to do that. And then I go to class. Um, and, you know, whether it's my class or somebody else's class, that's me time, you know. And I I, I, I don't know. I enjoy that. That's that are The non-negotiables, again, mm-hmm. is that time in the yeah. morning. So yeah. I leave the gym. I come 
back to my apartment and I shower, get ready, go to work at 8.30, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. Do you want me to tell you my snacks? Does, sure. Is, is this what's happening? Food. Okay. So I go You to eat work breakfast, at right? 8.30. Yeah. I eat breakfast. I eat a Quest Bar. I don't eat what I should for breakfast. I probably should have a steak and eggs. Do you have right? Quest Bar farts? <laughs> no, but I should. I, I cannot eat those. You will, actually, I work by myself, so I probably could. But <laughs> I want I wanted steak and eggs every morning, but I never get it. So I eat a bus bar. One of these um, days, you're gonna open your door, and I'm gonna have steak and eggs. Oh my like gosh, that'd be like heaven. <laughs> that'd be heaven. So I go to work. Um, and I work a pretty high stressful job. I do clients yeah. at an agency and mm-hmm. um, love, absolutely love, love, love what I do. But so she is in the insurance world, and I think that's one of the reasons why we clicked is because I did insurance for twelve years, and we just had fun stuff to talk yeah. about. Absolutely. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So eight thirty, get to work. Ten o'clock is break for me. About five minutes, I do nuts. You eat your cucumber? No, that's oh. a three. I mean, I'm getting ahead of the oh game. Slow down. She's ahead of the game. Everybody knows about my cucumber. Oh. That's funny. That's funny. So then you and I just come, I come back here and I kind of put, you know, a little laundry in. Sure. At the apartment or I might just. You have time to drive across town for your lunch break? I know. It's crazy, huh? How fast yeah. do you drive? Um, I drive super fast. Hopefully, hopefully your dad is not listening to this. Um, I do. I. My but, dad's the chief of police here in town, in case you were wondering about that comment. <laughs> but I, um, I'm here for about probably 10, 15 minutes at most. But that was not a fart. That was the couch speaking. <laughs> but I'm here for about 10 or 15 minutes, do a little laundry, and maybe like get a few things done, do some dishes, and then go back to work. 3 o'clock is... Your work. cucumber. Cucumber time. <laughs> yeah, every day. What does your lunch but, look like? Um, every day for my lunch is a different kind of salad. It might be a Caesar salad. I don't know. Like there's been a lot of life changes lately. So Mm -hmm. I used to, um, do way more meal prepping than what I do now. Mm -hmm. So lately I've been kind of picking up the salads at Walmart, which I think is fair when you're, well, I think when you're super busy, you've got to have those quick finds. Yeah, you do. So it has been on the wall, the salad wall at Walmart, you can buy them for like three bucks. They're flipping amazing. But like Perfect. there's a maple bacon salad, there's a Caesar salad, anything like, like that. Like the kits? Like the yeah. little kits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the kits. So I've been doing those for lunch. Um, I used to do, I used to meal prep and do um, chicken and then throw on some lettuce or um, taco meat and throw on some lettuce, but keeping it simple. Yeah. Simple for changes. Um, and then, so three o'clock cucumber. Uh, six o'clock is normally, I get done at five o'clock. Usually I'm going to get a child from maybe some sort of weight or football or whatever. And depending on the circumstances, I say six o'clock is about dinner and I attempt to eat the best that I can. But I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. Life is what it is. And I want to eat pulled chicken every night. I want to eat super, super healthy. But reality is, is you can't do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, reality is, is like you, you have to make the best choices that you possibly can. And then you have to deal with that. You yeah. Know, you have to, you have to figure it out the next day. But, um, I would say for the most part, like the preparation to get there is probably good. 
But I think, like, for you, like, you're so... And, and I've known you for, like, known you well for, like, six years now. Yeah. And one thing in that entire time is you've always been so very consistent. Yeah. Whether that's breakfast, lunch, snacks, like, you are just so consistent. And dinners might be off, mm -hmm. but that doesn't really matter because... A, you're very active. I, you didn't mention you sitting down one time during that routine, <laughs> by the way. And and two, you know, you eat literally the same thing every single day. I do. Except I do. for dinners. There's there's one thing I would like to point out. Keep this on. Ready? Yeah. You eat to live. Do not live to eat. Yes. Big deal in my I life. I love that Big you brought deal. that up. I always say food cannot be used as a reward or a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. It is fuel for your body. It is meant for enjoyment. Yeah. You should enjoy it. Yeah. You shouldn't dread or hate what you're eating. I know. I you also I shouldn't have... punish yourself for enjoying yeah. it. And I had some potatoes the other day. Whoa. I don't. <laughs> oh, whoa. She's looking. I had eight She's... ounces of potatoes before I came I here. So I eat, very, I eat very little carbs, and she's looking yeah. at me like you crazy person. But I, I, it was amazing, you know. And I was just like, I enjoyed it, and I, yeah. I worked for it. I knew I was going to be there, and I woke up that morning. You did like, keto for a long time, though, so you've like yeah, kind of I been did. off the carb wagon for a little bit. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know that I liked keto. No. Yeah. I don't know that I loved keto. Um, I have tried every diet under the sun. Keto was probably not my favorite. <laughs> I lost a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of weight. But, also but you did it time. right. I did it right. I did because so many people out there don't do it right. Yeah, I did. You were eating enough calories. You were eating the fats. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I don't know why it. we're all of a sudden on a keto bird walk, but I don't know. We could do a whole cheap. podcast on keto. I know we could. That should be the next one. But I, I, I don't know <laughs> that I love it though. Like I lost all muscle definition. I think if you love, yeah, that's because you have no glycogen puffing up your muscles. Yeah, I lost all muscle and like mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, energy for the first part. Got energy back, and then, and then energy. well, and like you, you have energy like when you eat right away, yeah. but then you lose it. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I've lost to say about keto. Yeah. Lost a lot of weight. 15 pounds. We'll do a podcast on keto. Yeah, let's would do Would you that. guys like, comment below if you would like us to do a podcast on keto. I think a lot of people would. You think so? Mm hmm I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done it multiple times. You did it for a super duper long time. I did it for about seven months, yeah. 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 And which for me to stick to something that long. For that long. Teaching and eating the energy that I do and um, trying to be because it's not because I would say like your um, the way that you work out is really endurance based yes. and it's not ideal for endurance. Right. I know there's a lot of mixed science out there, but yeah, no, it was not ideal for that. It was <laughs> it's not. good for for like gaining strength and yeah. powerlifting. Yeah, but when you're doing like um, cardio, there's Probably. But I, you don't do much for powerlifting. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, didn't. I think I tried to get you to do a heavy hip thrust one time or something. She did. She did. That was cute. But I didn't. I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> While teaching cardio, there was a couple times it was almost me and down. <laughs> Passing out. Yeah. Somebody yeah. get her a piece of bacon. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has been so much fun. High five. I wish this was on video because I think this would be a whole lot funnier. Yeah. We'll have to you do one. You guys should be here. 
You guys should be here. You should totally Sometime. be in the room. Next party. Yeah. All right. So we'll bring our we'll bring the video camera next time <laughs> to our keto podcast. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> love it. I love it. You have so many tools. I think you know. You're such an inspiration, seriously. Like, you bring so much light. I mean, talking about how your consistency, how you just have to get outside of your comfort zone. You know, we're all busy. We all have excuses. And it's just what you decide to do with those excuses. And I think you've really, you know, enlightened everybody. So thank you so much for your bright personality and joining me today on the podcast. So loved it. If you liked this episode, please be sure to subscribe and share it to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in until next time. Keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.